Welcome to the podcast of Jessup First United Methodist Church, featuring our pastor, Rebecca Duke-Barton. This psalm is the first of several that begin, Alleluia. It is like the moment we hear good news that we have been waiting for and we let out a hoop and a holler or a woohoo. The mixture of joy and relief is a powerful emotional combination. And it turns out that the expression of praise and gratitude is important for making it through the bad times. Science tells us that serotonin, the feel-good chemical in our brains, is one of the essential elements of well-being. In the midst of living with a lot of bad news, we can be depleted in ways that are harmful to our resilience. Offering our whole hearts in praise, even for small things, can keep us going when the going is rough. For our psalm reading today, we're going to read a version of Psalm 111 from the Seedbed Psalter, written by Timothy and Julie Tennant. Psalm 111 is an acrostic poem, meaning that each line starts with a letter in alphabetical order. So in Psalm 111, those letters are from Aleph to Tav, that's the Hebrew alphabet. But the tenants have created a version that goes from A to Z. We have this version on the Jessup First United Methodist Church Facebook page, or you can go to the Seedbed Psalter and look at it for yourself. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All praise I'll give to you with my whole heart. Bring thanks to God and sing. Come, gather all you upright ones. Delight, the Lord is king. Enjoy the great works of the Lord. Fail not to see, adore. Great and majestic are his deeds. His righteousness endures. In all my memory he has placed. Just acts and wondrous deeds. Know that the Lord's compassionate. Love and kind grace is he. Mercy he gives to those who fear. No food they lack or need. Oh, he remembers covenant. Provides eternally. Quickly he shows his mighty power. Rewards with gifts of land. Shows us his just and faithful works. Trustworthy his law stands. Upright and steadfast are his ways. Vibrant in faithfulness. Well, he has saved his covenant ones. Extol his holiness. You will find wisdom when you seek the fear of God the Lord. Zealously follow his commands. Praise to him evermore. A Selah pause can also mean taking a moment to breathe a prayer of thanksgiving in a random moment in our day as we come across a flower or a breeze that reminds us to be grateful. As we have done every week in this series, we pause now for a moment. We'll hear the handbells and then have some silence. Feel free to close your eyes if you like. Imagine yourself held in safety and love and care. And when you hear the handbells again, open your eyes. Is running over, running over. So this is our whole heart. Ha- 
We're carving into love. He's strong in our history. Mercy is with us. Justice is with us. This is a whole heart hallelujah. Our cup is running over, running over. So this is our whole heart hallelujah. A never ending waterfall of love. The covenant of love is ancient to our people. It will last forever. Is with us. This is a whole heart, hallelujah. Our cup is running over, running over. So this is a whole heart, hallelujah. A never ending waterfall, whole heart, hallelujah. Our cup is running over, running over. So this is a whole. studio with James Lipton was a talk show that ran for years. One of the features was a rapid fire series of questions. What's your favorite word? What profession other than the one you're in would you like to do? What profession would you not like to do? What's your favorite noise? One of the questions is what's your favorite curse word? And I draw a blank there unless you can count. Oh, my dear goodness gracious, which I say when I am very frustrated. I'm not sure if I have a favorite noise, maybe a child laughing or the waves of the ocean, although I do know my least favorite noise is the leaf blower that seems to run every time I am ready to record something. Oh, my dear goodness gracious. There's one question I could answer right off from that list, though. What's your favorite word? It rolls right off my tongue. Hallelujah. Sometimes the love of God is so overwhelmingly wonderful that it's the only word that seems adequate. Hallelujah. Sometimes I have gotten through a rough patch, and in my relief, I say, Hallelujah. As we're praying our way through the Psalms, there are so many hallelujahs. That word echoes throughout the Bible. When we get to the book of Revelation, we often focus on the beast and the evil But hallelujah is all over the book of Revelation. It's the song the angels are singing. It's the song of the redeemed. Sarah Young writes in Jesus Calling that hallelujahs are the language of heaven, and they can become the language of your heart. My mother sent me that Sarah Young quotation after my first Easter here in Jessup when I ended my sermon with a grand chorus of hallelujah, y'all. This was the message of encouragement that my mother sent along with it. Your Easter message certainly helps promote hallelujahs in the hearts of your church folks. Maybe hallelujahs will become a lifestyle. Love, Mama. She signed it with a heart. That's exactly it. Praying hallelujah is a lifestyle. It can become the language of our hearts, our go-to prayer when we come before God who loves us and provides for us. It's how Psalm 111 begins. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. 
as I thought about the last 12 months, I thought we needed time to lament, yes. But we can't just set up shop and lament and live there forever. We can focus too much on what's wrong in the world instead of focusing on what God is doing to make things right. I think about all that God has carried us through, and I give him a wholehearted hallelujah. Psalm 111 is an invitation to remember what God has done and sing his praises. The whole format of 111 is an invitation to remember God's goodness. As we read, in all my memory, he has placed just acts and wondrous deeds. We remember what God has done. The structure of the poem itself is intended to jog our memories. It's an acrostic poem with each half line beginning with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet from Aleph to Tav. It's a memory device. If you know the alphabet, you can remember the list of what God has done. But listen, a psalm that covers the whole alphabet isn't just good poetry. It's a theological statement. God deserves our wholehearted hallelujahs from first to last. We read Dr. and Mrs. Tennant's version of Psalm 111 earlier so that we could praise God from A to Z. Jesus, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, is worthy of our praise. The A to Z format also reminds us that from beginning to end, God is there with us. We learned it in Psalm 139 a couple of weeks ago, and now we hear it again. God has always been with his people, and he will always be with us. From A to Z, it's a word of assurance. Psalm 111 listed out for us, God is compassionate, loving, merciful, and provides for our needs. But then the psalm goes on with more specifics about the history of Israel. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Do you hear it? God remembers his covenant with Noah, with Abraham, with Moses, and Christians would add with the new covenant in Jesus Christ. God gave his people the gift of the promised land. The psalm lists the law. We have a habit of referring to the law as a burden. But we would do well to listen to our Jewish brothers and sisters who see it as a gift of God, a way that God has provided direction for us. Holy and awesome is his name. Remember, even God's name was given as a gift to Moses. And as Luther pointed out, God's name means we can call upon God in praise, praise, and thanksgiving. Psalm 111 goes through the history of God's people. But notice it's history connected to present reality. Mark Twain said that history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. That's true for the story of God's people. We didn't wander in the Sinai Peninsula for 40 years, but we do know what it feels like to wander in the wilderness. We didn't stand on Mount Sinai and receive the Ten Commandments, but God put the law in our hearts. God's faithfulness in the past gives us assurance of God's faithfulness today. What God has done in the past reminds us that God is holding our lives in the present. This is such a word of assurance. There is a place for lament, certainly. But what gets us through is to keep on praising, to keep on saying a wholehearted hallelujah. Psalm 111 is in a section of the book of Psalms known as the Hallel, H-A-L-L-E-L, -L -E -L, 
which is the Hebrew word for praise. You recognize that as the start of the word hallelujah there. This is the section of the Psalms normally read at Passover, the night of the Last Supper, the night he was betrayed. Jesus and the disciples would have sung this psalm. When singing hallelujah becomes the language of our hearts, we learn to sing it even in tough times. A nine-year-old boy named Willie Myrick knew the power of hallelujah. This is a true story, y'all. Something awful happened to Willie. He was kidnapped from his own driveway in Atlanta. The kidnapper was driving him around. Willie was in the back seat of this stranger's car. I can't imagine how it must have felt for a nine-year-old. So scary and awful. But Willie had been to church, and he had learned the songs of the redeemed. Do you know how Willie handled being kidnapped in the back of a car? He kept singing one song over and over. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship in one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Glory, hallelujah, to our God. Well, the driver got mad. He cursed at Willie. I'm guessing it was something worse than, oh, my dear goodness gracious. But you cannot quiet a wholehearted hallelujah. After three hours, the kidnapper returned Willie to his driveway unharmed. You know his parents were shouting hallelujah. Hezekiah Walker, the artist who recorded that song, heard the story and came to meet Willie. A nine-year-old praised his way through a kidnapping because he believed in God. He believed that God was holding his life, and he believed in the power of praise. A hallelujah can get you through some tough times. What I love about the Psalms is that this is such a personal prayer. God is holding my life. But it's also a prayer for the community. God's got the whole world in his hands. Psalm 111 is a call to worship together. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Hallelujah is an invitation to praise. It invites in other people to praise too. Garth called my attention to a video of a flash mob singing the Hallelujah Chorus. The video starts in a mall food court. People are eating and going about their business. When you hear the opening chords of the chorus, one woman stands up and begins to sing Hallelujah, followed by another man singing Hallelujah, and then a couple more, and pretty soon all around the food court, members of the chorus are singing Hallelujah. People who aren't even part of it jump up and are on their feet. Garth actually contacted the first woman in the video. She responded to Garth that she was holding her cell phone. She called her sister because she was nervous about being the first one to stand up and shout hallelujah. But you see, she started an avalanche of praise. That kind of growing group is built into the word hallelujah. It's a call to worship. Now, stick with me a minute. I recognize that I'm a grammar nerd, but I promise it's worth it to listen. Hallelujah is really a whole sentence in one word. It means praise the Lord. That first hallel is praise. Then that J-A-H at the end is a shortened form of God's name. The letter U in the middle tells us that this is a second person plural. Remember from your grammar class that first person is I or we, third person is he, she, or they, and second person is you. Ah, but that's where English has a problem, because we make the word you do double duty. 
it's both singular and plural. Sometimes it's not clear who you means. We solved that problem in Southern English, though, with the word y'all. I want to ask everybody to praise the Lord with me. And so I'd say, praise the Lord, y'all. Or as I prefer to say it, hallelujah, y'all. Hallelujah is an invitation to praise. It's why the King James Version reads, praise ye the Lord. It's not just you, one listener. It's all y'all. It's an open invitation to praise the Lord. I was invited to be on a podcast last week called The Potechesis. Three of our South Georgia Methodist preachers are going through a catechesis, and it's a podcast about a catechesis, hence the potechesis. These guys at the potechesis are talking about theology, and they're going through each question of John Wesley's revision to the Westminster Shorter Catechism. So last week was a question about the extent of sin. The bottom line that we talked about for an hour is that the nature of every person who has ever been born except for Jesus is sinful. But God so loved the world that he sent his only son. He didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. The invitation goes out for every person to accept God's grace and let hallelujah become the language of our hearts. As the psalm ends, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have good understanding. You see, it's an invitation to join in the great hallelujah. The list of Inside the Actors Studio questions ends with this. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Another podcast I listen to uses the questions but changed the last one. Since heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say? Lots of people say they hope to hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. I want to hear God say that I led a lot of people to give a wholehearted hallelujah in praise to God. It's the language of the angels, and it can be the language of your heart. For our prayer, I want you to join me in a good hallelujah, y'all. So put your hand over your heart, and as our prayer, let's give a wholehearted hallelujah. Will you say it with me? Hallelujah, y'all. Really, say it with me wherever you are. Let's say it again. Hallelujah, y'all. God hears your prayers of praise. Thanks be to God. You've been listening to the podcast of Jessup First United Methodist Church with Rebecca Duke Barton. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website. It's jessupfumc.org. That's J-E-S-U-P-F-U-M-C dot org.